0: Good morning. Today, we'll be learning Davav in Maseches Ksubis. And we actually made it to Davvav in Maseches Ksubis. That's right. Top line, Vav Amad We were to- talking about the question of, can you in fact have Biri Shona on Friday night? What would be the halacha? All right. So, said the Gemara, Bevei Rav Amri, Rav, Shari, Shmuel, Asr, That in Rav's yeshiva, they would say that Rav said that it was Mutter, and that Shmuel was the one that said that it was not Mutter, that it was Asr. In Naharda, which Rashi points out was where Shmuel lived, Amri, Rav, Asr, uShmuel Shari. There they said the opposite, that Shmuel allowed it. You'll notice, and you don't have to notice because Gudumar points out, in every yeshiva, they thought that their Rebbe allowed it. Okay, and that the other Rebbe, Rabbi Shmuel, had a machlokas about this. That was known, so they thought that the other Rebbe said that it was user Now, right? It's like when a baby born is born. If the baby is ugly, everyone, nobody knows what it looks like. If the baby is beautiful, they say, "I think it looks like my side of the family." So, Amar of Nachem Bar Yitzchak, So this is where he points out that the mnemonic, the way to know. Uh, who holds like what is Eilim Makilin, the Atman, of Eilim the right? Each place thought that they were the Makilin, right? Everybody wanted to take credit for this, for this kula, so to speak, that it would actually be mutter, right? Even on Shabbos to have the beer Now we're going to try to line it up with the famous, the world famous Machlokes, Rabbi Huda Rishiman, which we mentioned yesterday, with respect to, right? As we'll see, Davr She'enu as follows. The Rav Shari, so we say it like this. In other words, we, we assume the Rav allowed it. Why? Because it's a Davr She'enu and he holds like Rabbi Shimon. As we've said, Rabbi Shimon holds the Davr She'enu Miskaven on Shabbos' mutter. So we say, is it true that Rav, could they hold that in Bey Rav, that Rav held that it was mutter? Rav Shimi the Rav. We know, famously, in the name of Rav, Hai Misachraya Denziyosa. What's a Sachraya Denziyosa? It's a beer barrel stopper. Rashi explains, Stimas nekev gigis shemotsin ha They used to take out, like the beer or wine, the, the wine they used to take out um, through the hole of a barrel. The right? They used to, the stopper used to be made out of shmatas. Okay. So you have this, right, shmata, and the shmata is, is used to keep a hermetic seal on the wine barrel, right? Gets nice, fills in all the, all the cracks, and it gets a seal. Now, what's wrong with it? Usr lahadoka hadoka You're not allowed to create that seal and use it as a stopper on yuntiv. What would be the problem? Sarashi, so says two words. Rashi is very economical. And he says, mishum that the problem would be that as you put it together, you're going to squeeze it. You know, squeezing something is going to be usher on Yantiv and Shabbos, right? Because it's not lochal nefesh and it's just a squeezing. Now, Tosvos does not use two words here. Hayes uh right? And z'yasa la ladoka. Tosvos is going to Try to understand what is the malacha here, right? That's one of the that's one of the landmark tosfos. Uh, you know, when you are learning in yeshiva, you are learning subas, You you can learn this tosfos for two months, and just basically outlining it. It's like this: schita in itself, it's not clear what exactly the malacha would be. It's not one of the lametes Malachas. So, to the extent that schita might be malabain, it's something that you do. When you're laundering, so that wouldn't work because Tosvos said that should only work with water, right? And here we're talking about wine. In other words, certainly nobody would launder with wine because that would be counterproductive, would it not? Right? It would only make your, all your clothes wine stained, okay? So therefore, how could this be an issue of schita? Okay? That, that's part of what Tosvos is basically discussing. If you said it's mefarik or dash, Sort of make more sense. See, Rashi is not committing; he just says scicha. He's not committing to which Malacha um, the is, and then and then just becomes another issue of the psikresha, right? With each one, and Tosfos also gets into the concept of uh, versus davar uh which we're going to discuss a little bit uh, coming up over here. So, but first, in order to keep it. Uh, for the sake of simplicity for now, we're just going to point out that what we're trying to say is like this, that Rav, right, it was quoted in the name of Rav, that this, that these Shmatas were usher to use on Yontiv. Oh, why would the Shmatas be usher to use on Yontiv? So now follow the logic, right? The logic is like this. When you're closing the barrel on Yontiv, all you want, all you're intending to do, is to close the barrel. You have no intention of squeezing the shemata, right? The suchraysa dinziyasa. This squeezing of the shemata is purely incidental, right? And in fact, you'd rather not lose any of the wine. You could say, right? In other words, right? It, it's it's not at all what you intend. So it says, "Davar So since it's a "davar you would think that if you held like like Shmuel if you rather like the opinion of Rabbi Shimon that it's mutter, you would think that it would be mutter to close the barrel on Shabbos. The fact that we see that Rav holds, that putting in the Shemata into the barrel is Usr on Shabbos and on Yontiv is an indication that Rav holds like Rabbi Yehuda. And if Rav holds like Rabbi Yehuda, so then how does he allow the B'yari shona on Shabbos? Because after all, as we went through all the cheshbonos at the end of Yesterday's daf, we said that the B'er shown on Shabbos is certainly creating a malacha, and we'll see. We're going to talk about Chabura on Shabbos versus Binyan on Shabbos, right? We went through all the possibilities of what the malacha could be. But at the end of the day, right, neither of those malachas are really what the chasan is intending. Right, he would rather just do his thing, and he has no intention to do the malacha per se. And therefore, if he holds, if you hold a davershein in is mutter. So at this stage in the Gemara, we're saying, if you hold a davershein in is mutter, then you would think that certainly the shona would be mutter. But if you hold a davershein in is mutter, then you should probably allow the sechris and ziyasa. Because after all, again, there, there's no intended melacha. It should be davar shein And so the question is, how does Rav, who supposedly holds, or according to his, right, Talmidim, that it's mutter to do birishon on Shabbos, why does he asser the stop barrel stopper on yantivs? So that's the question. To which the Gemara answers, beahu afila rabbi Shimon mode That the fact of the matter is, that even if you held, like rabbi Shimon and therefore held that B'erishonu would be mutter, and dover his mutter, this case of Sechreis and Ziyasa, you would still hold that it's usser. And therefore it is not a data point to suggest one way or the other. Why? ta'ivayu. How many mechloaks have you seen between Abay and Rava? Quite a few. But on this they agreed. Both Abaye and Rava would hold. De'amre ta'ivayu. They both said, Moday bipsik reshe the Shimon even would agree that a דבר when it is a פסיק reshe below is in fact going to be אسر. Psik reshe below yamus literally means you cut off the chicken's head and it will not die, which is another way of saying that an, a totally right inevitable consequence. פסיק reshe below would you is it possible that you would cut off the chicken uh, chicken's head and it would not die? No, it is not possible. Similarly here. Would it be possible at all? Is there any scenario we take a shmata, squeeze it into a little hole opening of a barrel, and you not squeeze out any wine? Well, by definition, you're squeezing the shmata into place, and therefore there is no def- uh, way. Now, obviously, like I said, you are learning this in the in the in the yeshivas. You have to get into this very very seriously, and there is so much here. Uh, so many reasons. Why would Rav Shimon hold, in the case of Sik Reshe, that it's not user? What is the logic? So one way of saying it would be as following. In other words, Dovr and Miskaven will go with the most sort of simple shots, so just, just so we can have some reasoning so we can go forward, right? Dovr um, and and this is a little bit, I, I, I hesitate to quote Rabbi Safar here because he wouldn't agree with how I'm formulating it, so it's not fair to do. But uh, we'll say it like this. When a person does an action, so there's the activity that he's doing, right? The physical activity that he's doing, and then there's the halachic consequence of the activity. So Rabbi Safar would say pa'ula is the physical activity that you're doing, and the mice, you know, what they say in the yeshiva, "maisa" means the activity with the halachic implication of the activity. So, so for example, you're stopping a barrel. That's the activity that you're doing. But if stopping a barrel, by definition, means squeezing a shmata, right? And there is no scenario where you're not going to be squeezing the shmata because that is how you're stopping this barrel. So then that becomes the definition of the activity that you're doing, right? And so you can't say, you can't split the atom and say, I, I'm squeezing the shmata into the barrel, but I have no intention to squeeze the shmata, right? It's very different, than saying something that you don't know for sure is going to happen, right? Where you're doing an activity and maybe it'll happen, you're combing your hair and maybe some hairs will come out, okay? So if maybe some hairs will come out, nobody will say that you're ripping your hair out, right? That doesn't define your activity, right? So again, if you have an activity that it may or may not cause a halachic, right, right, may, may or may not cause a malacha. So then you could say, listen, I intended to do the activity and then there was an unintended Malacha consequence that didn't necessarily have to happen. But if the unintended consequence is the definition of the activity, right? So defined by the fact that it will happen every single time. So then you can't say, I'm not squeezing this Shemata into the barrel because guess what? there is no scenario where you would it would not happen and therefore you cannot distill it out of your activity you can no longer define it as anything else and therefore your kavana would not matter right you can't just have this um cognitive dissonance (laughs) you can't just you can't right dissociate yourself right with your intention from a definitional activity that actually will happen every single time it would be like saying I am not cutting off this chicken's, I'm not killing this chicken. That's exactly what it would be like, because that's what psycretia means. It would be like saying, I'm not killing the chicken, I'm just taking its head. Obviously, that's absurd, right? So therefore, when you're cutting off the chicken's head, right, you are, you can't uh, say that you don't have any intent of killing the chicken, because it's definitionally, so that's the most simple understanding of psycretia. And why, in the case of sekrete, the intention, the kavana, would not matter, and even Rav Shimon would agree. And therefore, again, when it comes to the case of the chassan on Friday night, perhaps he won't cause a Chabur. Perhaps there won't be binyan. Is that true? So let's see. Says the Gemara. Okay. So now we have like this. We so first we said Rav maybe does not follow Rav Shimon. Because of the and the ziyasa, now we're. But then we said no. That was a case of psikresha, and therefore, even if he held like Rabbi Shimon, he would hold and the ziyasa Asr. But what about this case where he says halacha k'ri Well, here you don't even have a case. Here you just have evidence of Rav having said in shear that the Allah like Rabbi Yehuda, Rav Hanan Barami, Amar Shmuel, halacha Right. So here we have right evidence of lining up the shitas. Rav like Rabbi Yehuda and Rav Shmuel like Rabbi Shimon. Or Reb Chaya Bar Avin learned the same thing. Just he didn't have any intervening, right, um, word of mouth here. He just had a straight up mainlining uh, source. Well, if you have evidence that these Talmidei Chachamim said that Rav held like Reb Yehuda, so now we have a problem. If Rav held like Reb Yehuda, how does he hold the Birishon is mutter on on Shabbos? So says the Gemara. <laughs> yep. Yeah olam Rav Can be, it could be true that Rav holds the Rabbi Yehuda that right. Davashen miskavin is usher on Shabbos, and yet Amar dam mifkid However, he falls within the logic tree that we discussed yesterday. He falls within the shita Rav does that he holds that the dam is not part of the right avarim, the dam right of the besula is not part of the avram of the of the kala but rather it's mifkat pakid right it's there sort of as a, a separate compartment and mikakalu Kalu pesach so don't don't so again let let's review real quick the simply said we were talking yesterday about the possibilities of what the Malacha here could be so if the blood is considered so we we tried to explain this yesterday menstrual blood is not part of the lifeblood of a woman, right? Um, so and so similarly, right, so that that we know. Okay. So in other words, if a woman and we were saying when a when a rough now of course none of this applies because we are much more mahmi. We see any any blood, we treat it like spotting, even if it's tipa kechardel, right? Like a mustard seed. We 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 treat it pretty much as spotting, although not necessarily right, Merbanim They see maras all the time. We're not learning Nida yet. We'll get to it soon, BG. Just hang in there. But, right, we see Maras all the time. But they treat it like Dom, right? They, they treat it like Dom Nida unless they know that there, it's some sort of irritation, some sort of wound, right? So a wound would not be uh, treated as Dom Nida. So, and why? Because it's, it's not coming from, it's not uterine blood. So here's the thing about uterine blood. Uterine blood is not the blood that would necessarily cause that would be uh, included as part, and we already discussed this was in Shabbos, it's not included as part of the netilos neshama, right? To the extent that chabura is, uh, and causing a wound, to the extent, and again, Tosos is going to discuss what the Malach because that in itself, right, is, is questioned what the Malacha would be. But to the extent that causing a wound is asr, right, so then opening up that which was uterine blood, wouldn't be necessarily ulcer, because that's not a wound that's just something because again a wound would require according to the simple understanding taking something that's part of the lifeblood causing right an irritation wound and taking some of the blood that's in your regular circulatory system we'll say and causing that right to 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 uh come out as opposed to if you have uterine blood that's viewed halachically as just something that's pooled and sitting there that's in a separate compartment outside of the lifeblood. And that would not be within the halacha of causing a wound. The only thing we said yesterday that could be the isser of take, getting that blood that's in a separate compartment out would be binyan, right? It would be binyan, which is to say creating the hole, creating the opening. That would be the, the, the halacha. So if you hold that it's mifgat pakid, which is to say, you're not creating a wound, you're only taking blood out of a compartment. So then you don't have the Isser of chaburah the And if you hold that creating the opening here is what? Mechalkelhuetzla Pesach, right? It's not really that you want the opening, right? It's just, it's just that, why? Because, let's say, and this we already discussed, has two sides to it. What is preferable to the Pesula? To be, to the newly married Basula? To be a basula or to have the opening to be a ba'ula? Well, there's two sides to it. A basula, so to speak, is much more chushiv in a sense, right? Because we know that when they get married, there is uh, importance to the fact that she's a basula. And so she's considered on a higher right, of higher value, let's say. It's of higher value to be a basula. On the, on the flip side, once the opening is open so then it's already more open and for the Baal, maybe that would be preferable. So the truth of the matter is the Baal, you know, maybe wouldn't care one way or the other but for the sake of our discussion, you would say that with regards to the Pesach, it's mekalkel, right? That concerning this particular Pesach, that because it's a kilkel, because he doesn't, so to speak, care whether she's a besula, he would be okay with her always being a Basula. It's just a... a, a a natural consequence of kilkul here, and therefore that's not considered constructive, right? It's not considered binyan. In order to be considered binyan, it would have to be constructive. This, Pesach, and that's always the case, right? When you when you plow a hole, right, there's there's cases where making an opening, right, is creating, let's say, a cave or something like that and is a constructive thing, right? When you make an igloo berry Right? If you make, if you make like a igloo that's supposed to last forever, so then, and then you make the final opening and that makes the igloo usable, that would certainly be a constructive binion, right? However, if you have a wall separating United States and Mexico and you punch a hole through it, there's nothing constructive about that at all, right? There you've created a breach. So creating an opening is one of those ambiguous types of binion that can be either constructive or destructive. Oh, okay, so he's making a Mexico joke now. <laughs> All right, so so thank you. The PG's back. Okay, so the point is like this. So and 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 with the Beila Rishona on Shabbos, it's obvious. It can be seen both ways. Is what we're saying. Okay, so once it can be seen both ways. So if you hold that it, it's like a breach in the wall, and therefore it's destructive, and you hold that it's Mifkat pocket, So there you go. There you could say that. It, that Rav, even though he would hold the Davish Ein Moskav and would permit this. Okay. However, Amr dam chabur mechbar. But that's only according to the Lashon that you say that the issue is binyan, right? In other words, if you say it's mifkad pocket, uh, then it would be an issue of binyan. And with regards to binyan, it's like a breach in the wall, which to say it's Mikalkel, and therefore it's mutter. What about the other tzad laach dam chabur mechbar? The Lashon that you say that the blood is part of the, let's say, lifeblood, and therefore this wound is really actually a chabura, so then you could say, no, mekalkel bechaburahu, that there too, right? It's not constructive malacha, but rather a mekalkel bechabura, right? As Rashi says, It happens to be, Rashi says, that that second shita, Rav would be staying consistent, because whereas Rav holds the krabi and Rabbi Yehuda holds that Dabrashayin that, Meshkav um, in his Osr Happens to be Rabbi Yehuda also holds that, that with regards to Mekalkel <laughs> <to laughs> B'chabura by Rabbi Yehuda He holds that by Chabura is Pater. So either way Rav can hold like Rabbi Yehuda And be in the clear Whether you hold Mifkat Pakid Or right M'chabura You could still hold That the Shonan On Friday night is mutter because in both cases, at the end of the logic tree, we say that it's kilkul. It's not constructive. And therefore, because it's not constructive, it's not a, a malechas machshevet, so to speak. But maybe that is getting a little too lundish, getting into too much trouble. But the point is that the malachas are typically meant to be constructive in order to be usher, right? Now, we did say that chovel umavir, we have a shita, that when it comes to wounding and right, setting something on fire, which are two destructive activities that in those cases, right, the actual destruction is the definition of the malacha. But be that as it may, without getting stuck on that vav for months, right, uh, suffice it to say with Rashi, we'll go with the simple idea that Rav held the chabura, is, he's mekil and he holds that it's in fact a kilkol and it's mutter and therefore Rav could in fact or anybody really could in fact hold like Rabbi Yehuda and still allow, still allow the chassan to do, right, to be a Rishon on Friday night, because after all, if you hold the dam is Mifkar then the binyan is Mekalkel, and if you hold that the dam is Chabura, then the Chabura itself is Mekalkel, according to Rabbi Yehuda. And so now, the Gemara is going to say, well, in that case, what are we going to say about Shmuel right, as following. So according to, again, the yeshiva of Rav, they held that Rav held that it was Mutter. So then according to their perspective, how could Shmuel say that the Biyarishona on Friday night is Aser? So chista Tinokes Shelo Vindises, okay, this is the Mishnah Nida. The Mishnah Nida is saying the following things. You have a young girl, right, obviously culturally different times, and she's getting and she's getting married and they're having right relations. There's really three types of stages that the girl could be with respect to starting to get her right menstrual cycle. She could either be, right, six years old and nowhere near it, or she could have already gotten her menstrual cycle and then it would just be a question of where in the cycle she is, or she could have not gotten her menstrual cycle yet, but the time has come where she theoretically could get the menstrual cycle and then you don't know. So the question is, when you're having the first B'er Shona, around the time that she might be getting her menstrual cycle and then all of a sudden you see blood, how do you know whether that blood is blood that's secondary to B'er Shona, right? Blood from, like, from the Dam besulim or Dam Nida? How do you know? So it says so. Rav to learned the following Mishnah right in Nida as follows: uh, So if she's six and she gets married, so then nosin lailos. Right. So we say like this. So what's going on? Well, what's going on is bia, and it's going on four nights in a row, and there is what dam four nights in a row. So Bishamai, for whatever reason, says that after, for the first four nights, we're going to say that it's Tahar. And after that, if you see Dam, you're going to treat it like Dam Nida. But for the first four nights, we're going to assume that it's Tahar. Tahar meaning that it's Dam of the injury of Dam Besulim, right? Dam Besulim, as we know, right, does not make her usher. Now, again, Bismanaze, we treat everything like it's Dam Nida. Right, in, in, in the, in the, in the Kala, where Machmer and everything. But we're talking about a time where they treated the Dom Basulim as Tahar, right? And Dam Nida as Tameh. So this girl couldn't have Dam Nida. So for the first four nights, she's seeing Dom again and again and again, and we're saying, no, that's just the wound, right? And it's not, any of it is going to be treated Dam Nida. Whereas Basilililim, Basilim, Aisha right? Why are we only waiting four nights? right it could be two months she's 8 years 8 years old she's not getting this can't be Nida. and therefore no matter how much dam she sees we're going to treat that right as the dam Besulim. and therefore to her okay that is if she's very very young and it's not possible really that this would be damnida then the next case in the mission is Higias Manaliras vindices if her time to see the menstrual cycle has arrived but she hasn't gotten it yet, right? So that's the second, that's the middle case we talked about. That's a different case. Now it's very possible that when she sees Dom, maybe this was her first period, right? So she's getting married. So So the first night will say, that's Dom Basulim. And Basil will say, ah, that we're going to treat every night as what? At, so, right? So what Basil. What Bechamah held by the eight-year-old, that's what Bechamah holds by the girl that is now of age to start her menstrual cycle, but has not gotten it yet, and he's going to give four nights. Now, what's interesting is, he says Ad Mote Shabbos, right? So, because Basil is assuming a Wednesday night wedding, right? So then, what's Ad Mote Shabbos? Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and Motse Shabbos. What's Basil saying? Basil saying that we're going to treat each one of these nights. It sounds like every night there's Bia, and every night there's blood. And don't worry, says Basil. We're not going to treat it like Damnida, we're going to treat it like Dam Basulim. Well, wait a minute. How is Basil allowing Dam Basulim, right, on Friday night? He seems to say, like, yeah, don't worry, guys, it's just Dam Basulim. Well, how is this being allowed? this would be right a very threatening mishnah in musa Nida to anybody who holds that be'erishona on friday night is usher okay so as we turn to Vavam we say the following and friss is going to explain as following so it says my the elo bal matzei bal right is the mishnah not saying it, 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 what he's saying is that the elo bal in other words there's four nights so in other words if why is she getting the dam besulim every one of those four nights? Well, it sounds like so, sounds like the chassan isn't opening up, not the the, the opening fully, right? It sounds like the dam besulim keep getting sort of like chopped away, like with a sickle, instead of being right blown out of, blown out of the way right away on the first night, and therefore. Right? My lab de ilo bal, matzibala And it sounds like what we just said. That if he, there wasn't a complete destruction of the dam basulim on the first night or the second night, that you could still continue and have that, and it would still be considered essentially a beer mishona even on Friday night, and it would still be allowed. That's what it sounds like. So no. Ravas says, I'm a Ravala, Levar Mishabas. He says, Yes, it's true that Basil was saying that the four nights is, if you had seen Dom in any one of the four nights, it would be considered Dam Besulim and not ba- Dam nida. but he did not mean to say that you're allowed to do it on Friday night. He just meant that you get a four-night window where it's all considered, right, Dam Besulim as opposed to Dam nida and it's considered Tar, which is to say, Go ahead and do the beila, right? Do the bia on Wednesday night. Do it on Thursday night, but you're of course going to skip Friday night. Nobody does bia rishona on Friday night. But then you could go ahead and again and do bia on Mote Shabbos. But considered rishona if it's not completed? That- oh, so that's what the Gemara is going to address. The Gemara is going to address right. So, so Binyamin cheated by going to yeshiva in his youth, and he knows that maybe the bia and the Bia Shlishis are not necessarily the same. Even if you're going to say that they're all Badam Basulim, right, it may not be the same level of Isser, right? Because again, that's the thrust of our Kasha. The thrust of the Kasha is how could, if Basil lets you have Dom, right, it's, it's, a prog- it's a logical progression that may not be true, right? The logical progression is if you hold that you can have Bia, each of the four nights, and you hold by definition that every one of those nights. You're like sort of hacking away at the hymen, and it, and then it must be that each of the four nights is equally considered bia rishona, right? And because by definition, if what you're seeing is dam basulim, then what you're having is bia rishona, and therefore, if you hold that every one of the nights, it's mutter to have this bia, so it must be that you hold that bia rishona is mutter. But of course, we're going to hack away at this pshat in two different ways. The first attempt will be to say, well, maybe it's four nights, my, but, Skip Shabbos because you can't have it, or maybe we're going to say that no, that maybe the biyurishona can't be on Friday night. But even though it's dam besulim, maybe that's not the same as Shona because you've already started. the And we'll see how that works. So, so again, so the so Rava says the first thing we said that lo La, levar that what we mean is that when we say four nights is dam besulim and therefore tar we mean that yeah that it would be dam tar but we still. It does not necessarily mean that you can have the Bia on Friday night. But Amalea I did not like that. He's more of a Binyamin Gutman guy. He says, Well, Ad Mote Shabbis Arbaleos Katani. Right? Because the Mishnah did say explicitly, Ad Mote Shabbis, Arba A little too explicit about the four nights to believe that Friday night wouldn't be one of them. It doesn't sound like you're skipping any nights in this Mishnah Nida. And therefore he does not like that shot. Rather, El Rava. So what? So now Abaye is saying that. So now what's happening is Rava actually was learning this with the Abaye in the base Middosh, and he said, you know what? That's a good point. <laughs> it does sound like it's saying all four nights. And now Rava is attempting the Binyamin Gutman answer like this: Kshibal, and that's one word. But that one word means what Binyamin said—that Shebal—that the Mishnah in Nida when it says that you can continue having be four consecutive nights. One of them being Friday night, right? Once you've already had that first Rishona, right? Already, it's not considered a further malacha because it's still, even though it maybe it's still bleeding from the same wound, and maybe you're, it's even causing some irritation, um, right? This would make, in my opinion, this would make more sense with mifkar puked, right? If you have, if you call it a wound. Right, and every time you irritate a wound, blood's coming out. So then, maybe by chabur mechbar, it's not so Pasha. But if you're calling it Mifkat Pakid, right, and then you're with regards to creating an opening, so creating the original opening is what really the malacha we would define as the malacha. Maybe widening the opening or or even bringing out dam without widening it that much would no longer be considered uh, any further malacha. And that's what Rava said, what Binyamin said. But however, the Gemara says ik shibal my kamash malan. Well, if you hold that widening the already existing opening from, of the first night is mutter, so then what would be the chiddush here? Then certainly it would be mutter, right? What, what, what would be the chiddush of saying four nights until Motzei Shabbos, right? Then everybody would know that this would be mutter. Well, you would say, what do you mean? The chiddush would be that it's damtar. but okay. The, the, the point is that, that the extra care that we're saying four nights, and then spelling out each one of the four nights. That's the question. What would be the Kiddush of that? It sounds like we're trying to purposely say that Friday night is Tahar. And if Friday night is not a, rather, it's trying, that, that it's mutter to have this biya on Friday night. It's trying, it's, the Mishnah sounds like it's purposely trying to teach us that biya on Friday night, when it's within the first four right nights, is mutter. Right, it's trying to teach us that. Well, if it's so pasht that it's already an opening, so then that seems like it should be obvious. So it says the like, gemara, Kamash de shari lemivel Certainly, sounding like it's trying to tell you that in this scenario where it's not the Rishona that it's mutter to do it on Shabbos, and we say Kiddush Shmuel, and this would be right teach within the teachings of Shmuel, the Amr Shmuel, and this is good because in the yeshiva of Rav where they held that Rav said it was right. Right, well, Rav said it was mutter, and Shmuel said it was usher. This is consistent with Shmuel, that de d'chukah mutter likhanus by be'af al-pishim asher tzroros. That when you have a de d'chukah, which is a tight, right, pirtzah, a tight breach in the wall, so to speak, you're allowed to go on Shabbos. So it's a tight squeeze, but it's a breach nonetheless. Which is to say, there is a breach, let's say, Wednesday night, and that breach is now narrow, but even though it's narrow, you're allowed to continue to enter that, that would not be user, even though it's going to dislodge pebbles, as it were, even though there's going to be additional widening, it's much. So, that in fact is the, the lesson over there in Nida. The lesson over there in Nida is that even though you're opening, you're, right, you're creating more of an opening, is in fact not considered B.R. Rishonah. Ah. It's not considered beerishona, and that's why it's mutter. In other words, Basil says that it's mutter because it's not considered beerishona. But Ein Achinami, Shmuel himself would say that if it was the beerishona, if the beerishona was Friday night, he would say that it's usser. So this Mishnah that makes it sound like ah, oh, you could have beerishona, right? This Mishnah neither it sounds like oh, you could have beerishona on Friday night, it, and we think that he's talking about beerishona because it's Dambasulim, Turns out it's not really the same as Beerishona. Had it been Friday night, Shmuel would have ushered it. It's only because it already took place Wednesday night and now we're arriving at Friday night. We're arriving at a Pesach Pasuach, so to speak. That Since then, it is, it is for that reason it's mutter. But now we have both Shmuel and Rav consistent with our Mishnah. beautiful. But now eight lines down, we're going to continue to challenge Shmuel as follows. Masav Yosef. So the following Mishnah, and this Mishnah is in Brachos. Says the Mishnah, Famous idea that we said in Brachos and Daf, right? Tazain that on, on when you have a Chassan, right? He is so distracted that he is from Kurishma. right? So long as he had not done the right the birishon, as we say, imlo asa So we say, imlo asa If he had not yet done birishona, my love the devay lemival." The Mishnah is implying. That Friday night, why? Ah, because he's preoccupied with doing bia. Well, does that not sound like he's allowed to do bia Friday night? That's the raya, right? In other words, again, within the, uh, the yeshiva of Rav, that held that Rav held that his mutter to do bia on Friday night, Shmuel held it Zaser, how would Shmuel answer this Mishnah and Brachas that makes it sound like the reason why the Baal is pata from Kriyashma is because he's preoccupied with doing the mitzvah? Sounds like you can do the mitzvah on Friday night. To which Amr le Abaye says, no, lo, the Torah de Lobal. You know, he's not preoccupied with performing the mitzvah. He is preoccupied with the fact that he hasn't had a chance to do the mitzvah yet. And he's freaked out until he finally gets to do it. Okay. And says, the, uh, however, Amr Rava, Rava Rav says, that is what you're talking about. In other words, if you're saying Torah de Mitzvah, right? Like when you have like Lahavdil Havdil uh, Avelis, which we just discussed yesterday, Right. When you have a velus and you have to bury or a inus when when you're when you're an owning, and you still haven't buried your mace, so the Torah understands that you're preoccupied with the burial, you're preoccupied with the mitzvah, and therefore go ahead and just focus only on that. Don't do any of the mitzvahs until you've gotten the mace buried. So similarly here, you have the mitzvah of birishona. So don't focus on anything. You know what the mitzvah of birishona is is not our discussion now, but you focus on the mace and mitzvah. So don't say kriyashma, But if you can't do the mitzvah, then what would be the tirda? <laughs> uh, if you can't bury the mace, right? The mace has already been taken care of. Taken away. So what would be the tirda? So we say, is that really tirda? Is that psychological preoccupation enough to potter you from a mitzvah? Would we then say that anything that you're preoccupied with, anything that occupies your mind, patr you from all mitzvahs? That's what Rav is asking. Amishim, tirda, patr? What if the stock market crashes? So then you're going to be pater from saying Kriyashma? Right? Tavasmina yam literally means the ship sinks at sea. Right? You have your belongings in a ship and your fortune goes down into the, uh, kaput. You're going to say that you're pater from Kriyashma because you're preoccupied? Maybe you're going to say yes. You'd be pater. Which is to say, avel, uh, right, he's preoccupied, as we just mentioned. However, he's chayev in all the mitzvahs. The only mitzvah that he's not chayev in is tefillin for a different reason. Ritrash explains, pe'er cha'chavash alecha is the pasuk in Yechezkel explaining tefillin. Ve'ovel be'afar pe'er le'tfillin. In other words, it is, sort of speak, takes away the glory of tefillin to have somebody who is an avel because they got the ashen look and the ashen face, it's a, it's a bad look to have this beautiful crown of tefillin on top of a ashen head of avelus. So because of that mismatch, we say that that one mitzvah, you are not going to do. But all other mitzvahs, we're going to expect the oval to do, mm-hmm. even though the oval obviously is preoccupied with the preparation of the mitzvah. Now you might say today we have the state of Aninus, where in fact we say we don't. So. Don't ask kasha from Amaisa. In other words, right now, we're just explaining, right, the contrast, Mi'ikar Adin, of the you want to say something? Yes, yeah, the, the Kassan is not put from everything else. We have this point that he's put from Kriyashma. So why is that any different? There, there's obviously some, Allah, not, right. not by Kriyashma, which other mitzvahs, the same way that Ta'er is the reason why. Right. So what's the... So, Ben Yaman wants to say that Pe'er is an outlier for Tefillin for its own reasons, right? Because it's a, it's a inconsistent look to have this beautiful crown on an Avel. So, maybe you could say, but yet all other mitzvahs, he's chayef. We're not saying that the chassan is, for, is, is from, uh, any other mitzvah. We're only singling out Kriyushma. So, maybe there's something unique about Kreishma and the chassan that's also different, right? That, that for him to say Kriyushma. Maybe because he has a, a Shmira and he doesn't need the Shmira. I hear what you're saying, but be that as it may, it's understood with the with respect to Krishna that it's because of his preoccupation, right? So it has something to do with mental preoccupation. Why that only takes out Krishma? Presumably one would say "Its Kavana, let's say, but Krishma being a, a tefillah is the one tefillah do and that tefillah do is defined as kavana, right? What is tefillah if not kavana? It's not just saying the word. It's not a formula like, uh, like, like uh, spells in Harry Potter when Gardam Leviosa. Uh, you know, it's actual kavana. So that would be the one mitzvah that does require kavana, And it is this kavana that is lacking in a chasm. But it's a good point nonetheless. Okay, so Ravah therefore has to defend differently. This is a machlokes tanayim is what we're talking about. Whether you can have... And therefore, right, this whole idea that we tried to bring up from the chassan, right... So perhaps that would not. You know, we don't understand what is this preoccupation. Well, if he hadn't done it yet, maybe that could be his preoccupation. So let's see. It's a machlokas af shlishi Right. So, right. So the Rashi is explaining right that it's chayev in kriyashma. What is chayiv in kriyashma? Why is he chayev in kriyashma? Because of the Usr livel, See, Rashi, the Shabbosu, the Asser livel. In other words, one Tana said that he would be Pater in the second night and Pater on the third night. One Manda Amr, right, Tana holds that you'd be Pater from Kriyashma on Friday night. And the other Manda Amr says that you're Chayv in Kriyashma on Friday night. Why would it be Chayv in Kriyashma on Friday night? Because there's an Iser, to do Bia on Friday night, according to that Tana. If it an not to do Bia, so nami, then he should say Krishma, because he's not preoccupied with the mitzvah. Uh. And now, Ve'abaye explained this machlokas to Naim differently. He says, Hasam Nami, but tirda Pligi. No, that wasn't a machlokas when it says, right, when they had a machlokas, whether you're Chayev or Pater to say Krishma on, on Friday night, which is the third night, they're also talking about, right, Tir right, because it's a question of right whether you are preoccupied in order to do it. What? <laughs> right, exactly, Now you are worried about Motzah Shabbos, right? So now, honey, tonight, kihai tonight, and so the Tanaim, right, are going to also be consistent with the opinions of the other Tanaim. The tanya lo Right, so it's exactly sounds like Ravah's machlokas. There's a machlokas whether the be'erishona can first be on shabbis or not and that is in fact the source here but who is the khacham man khacham amara that's rabbi shimon he the amar so bring it back full circle dover shein meskaven mutter her shimon says dover shein meskaven mutter to said to which amrale ba motive rabbi shimon the secrecia of loyam so what are we going to do with this secrecia issue so amrale lo kalalu bavlaim shein bakin va'ta el yeish bakin va'ta because it's not really, at the end of the day, ape psik resha, because, whereas the Bavlime they didn't know how to do hata, we we know b'kiyin b'hatah. Hataya means that somehow they know, and again, call me old-fashioned, but I think it's weird, but somehow they know how to cohabit with this basula in a hataya, like, uh, in a roundabout way, where they somehow don't affect any dam Basulim. Once you do that, obviously it's no longer a Pseek ratio You can't definitionally say that you're opening, doing this Malacha when you're doing the Bir shona. So then the question is, Im Kain, Torit Lama. So why did he not do kriyashma? Right? Mm-hmm. After all, he could do it, so he said, L'Sha Eino Baki. That's talking about one who's Eino and so Yomur so, Baki Bucky Asir. So we say, maybe if he's a bucky, it's Moter, and if he's not a bucky, then it'll be Aser. says the Rov Bikean name. Amazingly, most people are Bekeyan. So we'll resume tomorrow with five lines up from the bottom of right Amale Rov right? What is the consequence of Rov Bikyan versus not Rov Bikyan? Right? And finally, we're going to get to the bottom line of this chasan on Friday night, Bez